you know, you have to come from an abundance mentality that there's going to be a buyer for every house, that there's going to be an agent for every seller, yep. right? And that's just how it comes. And so you will find your, you're going to find your people. Going one, going twice, sold. You're listening to The Property Talk. That's right, crew. We are joined by a superstar of real estate today, uh, Tara Christensen of the REA Group. She's a digital strategist. Um, Tara, thank you so much for coming in. Thank you. I appreciate well, it. Well, not a the digital strategist as well. <laughs> yes, the top dog. Why not? Oh, no, I wouldn't say top dog. <laughs> <laughs> Very low on the food chain. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, thank you so much for uh, coming and giving us your time. Everyone in the office is really excited to uh, have you around and, and kind of pick your brain with things. But we thought, yeah, let's get you in the studio cool. before they get a chance to tie you out. They'll have heaps of questions. But mm. yeah, Pat's organised uh, you to come in and, and give us some tips and tips for our listeners. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm really excited. Um, we actually met back in Iman in Las Vegas just yeah. before COVID 2019, it would have been, I reckon. Sure. <laughs> well, I haven't been to one since COVID, <laughs> yeah, yeah. so I'm going to go with that. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I've, I've been blessed to obviously chat with you in the past and yeah. some really cool ideas. But for the people that don't know who you are, how about a bit of a background of, you know, how you got into the industry, how you've ended up here, all of that type of Awesome. Um, well, I won't give you my full background <laughs> because it's quite long. Um, but... Uh, I have a Texan accent because I would, lived in West Texas for four years, so I say things like y'all and all y'all, <laughs> and that'll come out. Um, I was born in Wisconsin. I have a law degree, and I started in real estate in 2006 in the United States. And so um, my mama brought me in, as mamas are wont to do, <laughs> and I was a full-time real estate agent from 2006 to 2012. I was licensed in uh, Washington, D.C. and Virginia, and I did that for six years, and then I moved into being the technology and training director of Century 21 Redwood Realty, and, oh, yeah. uh, the, and they started with about three offices, and they when I left them, they had 13 offices yeah, and wow. about 600 people, and now I think they're actually even bigger. Um, they're fantastic. Um, <laughs> Unreal. That blows me, my mind. When you think about real estate agencies in Australia versus America, just the sheer volume of people that work from them, yeah. mm-hmm. like 600 employees at one firm is just madness. Yeah, well, and the thing is we're not employees, though. We're yeah, independent yeah, contractors. Yeah, self-contractors. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. so it's, it's even more – it's like, you know, take your wet cats and then, like – you know, multiply them by a lot and then send them <laughs> in all different directions and then try to herd them. <laughs> that's pretty much what real estate's a lot like sometimes from a principal perspective. So, so tell, like, that's amazing, all, like, kind of the stuff you've done in the States. And how do you find yourself here in, you know, our little island of, of Tasmania and Australia and <sighs> you're on the other side of the world? It was a boy. Oh, it's a love story. <laughs> oh, I love this. Yeah, tell us more about Except this. Except he's 19 years older than me, so I don't think he's oh. actually a boy. But, um, <laughs> we'll stick with boy. Yeah. <laughs> he's a, at heart, he probably is. So, absolutely. We all are. Uh, yes. Yeah, yeah. So, um, no, he's the one. Uh, yep. He's um, he's Queensland born and bred, and he ain't moving. So yep. uh, it was... Make a choice. Yeah, it was make a choice, and so I came over. Um, but uh, it's great because he's in the same... He's in real estate. Um, we both love digital trade trends and digital marketing so mm. we have lots to talk about all the time yeah. mm. um and so he he basically introduced me to people all over uh, australia and new zealand and um you know i did gigs with him and then i did gigs by myself and talking to reis and doing things like this meeting mm. with agencies and yeah for sure and um it was awesome because i get to learn the differences between real estate in the united states versus real estate here and and um and, and there's so many differences oh, yeah. you wouldn't think there is but it's just mind-blowing like mm. um 
when we were in Iman in Vegas, we actually went out for lunch and there was a few Australians and a few Americans at the table and just the conversation over the course of the lunch as to how we do it here versus how they do it in America is just crazy. It's so interesting. Yeah. I mean, we, do, you know, we have um, our agents can do dual agencies, so they represent buyers, they represent sellers. Yeah. And so that's part of it. Auctions aren't a big thing for us, so except for really high-end properties or, you know, properties basically that have gone that are that don't cost a lot of money i guess is the best way of yeah, putting sure. it right it's being sold on the courthouse steps basically yeah, yeah, yeah. um and you know so those things i had to wrap my head around vendors like talking about sellers as vendors mm-hmm. and america vendors are our tradies so like <laughs> yeah. i'm like you know blah 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 vendors and people are like hmm, huh? that why would they do that <laughs> and i'm like right okay learning learning um yeah you know, so all of those things have just been and of course laws all the different laws yeah. and everything y'all can market so much better though okay yeah so that's a really interesting because trying to follow digital trends like this might be a way of getting us onto some of the stuff you do but for myself doing all the marketing stuff through here is i'm often going through your tiktoks or your um instagram reels and all these things and trying to find you know real estate tips or real estate marketing and like all the things i come across is really daggy and boring and i'm just like oh man like how come we're doing it so much better like why is it yeah oh no you go you my guess is um probably coming back to independent contractor versus agency aspect potentially it's less that and it's more about something called the fair housing okay okay so the fair housing laws and things like that which is you know don't discriminate yep and that can get very broad (laughs) in some places and so you have to be very careful about the ways that you talk about properties and talk about yourself we can't talk about crime rates you don't say safe neighborhood (laughs) can't say things like that right you can say here's a website that you might want to look that neighborhood up on (laughs) or schools you can't say that's a great school or not a good school because that actually can get into um is this like a legal area of like maybe being sued or massive okay uh, massive Uh, it's called steering and so what that means is that um i can steer you away from a neighborhood yeah well. and, but sometimes it's usually low lower income neighborhoods yep. sometimes and so then you know if you're trying to if you you can you find that you're keeping a certain demographic in or out of a certain place and there is a lot of you know as you know racial tension and things that are happening over there and so that's part of that to try to mitigate a little bit of that yeah okay so th- and this is across the whole spectrum i didn't think this is where our conversation <laughs> would go but this is super interesting mm. So, yeah, across the whole country or is it just different yeah, so sections? So that's a national act. Yeah. And then certain states can get, get actually more uh, specific. Yep. So even like Washington, D.C., it extends to sexuality as well. So okay. um, And so that can be, you know, to especially for LGBTQ, that can, um, just that kind of demographic yeah. and making sure that you're not discriminating. So that must make it incredibly hard to market property for sale Massive. and promote... You're like, hey, it's got a roof. <laughs> so it's so it's straight up like facts. No, no descriptive, no, um, you know, gender oriented, masculinity, feminine sort of words. And it's just almost anything that you go selling their you know, sizzle is I'd say is almost walking on eggshells. Absolutely. You really Jeez, have to, yeah, you really have to think about it. So like I still actually work for an email marketing company over in the States. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that I have to do because our writers for the most part aren't real estate background is to make sure that they're not <laughs> including certain things yeah, wow. that, oh. that could come back Man. and bite them in a legal fashion. So we have a content creator that works for us here at 414. He's based in the Philippines uh. and his descriptive text is 
so descriptive. Mm. Like we would be taking 80% of his words out. <laughs> yeah, so I reckon yeah, to yeah. be able to actually yeah. implement that. God, I remember I was um, when I was renovating my house when we ripped up the uh, kitchen on the floor underneath it had an old real estate guide from the 50s. Oh. It's great because it just, you know, the, the way obviously that they'd sold it was very, very different at the time because they just got straight to the point. For one of them it just said, owner's desperate. <laughs> Must sell. <laughs> Look, brilliant. It's like, oh, guess I'll buy that. And there was another one actually just straight up said um, a gentleman's lounge. Oh, so, no. like, it was, it was full on, you know, um, the gender roles, no scripture. Like, that's pretty cool. With or without Paul. <laughs> <laughs> Funnily, John is listing one just next week or the week after with Paul and yeah, Hills. Oh, yes. Yep, that's, yeah, that is so true. Yeah. Not far off there. So, um, that, well, exactly right. So, I suppose we'd be careful of how we describe that. It's, it's a fitness poll. It? It's a fitness poll. You never know. <laughs> <laughs> Moving from a, as a sales agent as in the states, then compared to you'd said that obviously Australia would do it um, quite a little bit differently. What do you? How do you mean? Like, is that in terms of the way that we the websites and the resources that are used, or? Um, yeah, and and uh, so websites you don't have a multiple list system, so that's something that you know we're used to having lots of information out there already. Um, you know, similar to Portal, obviously from realestate.com.au, but you know they have Zillow over there, very similar. Um, but the thing is, what feeds that is the multiple list system, and yeah. that is individual to each state and provides a lot of information for people that a lot of people, a lot of agents have access to, right? Mm -hmm. And so. I had to get used to people not having a lot of access necessarily to information that's going on in a neighborhood unless it's sold or unless they've driven around and looked for those, you know, the signs and everything else like that or gone on realestate.com.au or similar. Um, and then uh, also the VPA. So mm -hmm. we don't have vendor paid advertising. Mm -hmm. Marketing usually comes out of our own pockets. That's why commissions are higher okay. in the United States a lot of times is because yep. we're actually paying for marketing up front. So when you're picking to take a listing to market, you've got to feel pretty confident that it's saleable. Yeah, absolutely. But the other thing is that makes you actually, I think, at least in my opinion, this is only my opinion, is that it, I think it makes you more um, experimental sometimes in your marketing because you m need it to stand out, but you're also trying to distinguish yourself from all of those other real estate agents Definitely. that are out there, mm -hmm, right? Mm -hmm. And so you really have to, you're trying new things and you're not afraid to try new things, but the thing is it's okay because it's your money. It's not yeah, somebody else's, else's money, yeah. right? And you don't have to wait for your broker necessarily, your principal to Approve invest it. in something. Yep. You do it yourself and then figure out, you know, a lot of times. So franchises definitely, you know, invest obviously and, and independence and everybody, but a lot of times it's actually some of the times it's the individual agents who are driving that mm. um, instead of waiting for that top down. To happen. Yeah, definitely. Mm. What are we interested to see then as well? What's I mean, I suppose locals are familiar with what the average commission is here, but what what does a commission structure in the states look like? It's it's you have a buyer's agency, a buyer's agent side, and then a seller agent side. Except the seller pays for both sides. Yes, right. Yeah. Ah, so it's like double stacking. Yeah. Mm. So which can, which I know is controversial. I get into heated discussions with my partner about this all the time about and, and it's actually being investigated right now okay. so mm. and this is actually the whole commission structure right now is actually an investigation in the United States at the moment mm -hmm. um, so who knows it could change um, but at the moment right now seller uh, part of your listing contract let's say for a number um, and that's another thing you're not allowed to talk about is commissions like um, so we'll say an average between 5% <laughs> yeah. and 7% gotcha. yeah. um, to you know on, on your listing agreement and 
so you'd actually agree to that up front. You're going to pay this, and then you actually detail, okay, that's going to be 3% to me, you know, 3.5 to a buyer or vice versa. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and then it goes from there. And uh, the thing is what people forget, though, is also – you know, a third of that goes to taxes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Then another third usually goes back to recoup your marketing costs yeah. on the property. And then you get whatever's left over. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, you know, people go, oh, you make so much money. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, no. I think always good look at the net. Always look at the net. <laughs> I was gonna say. Yeah, yeah. So obviously being quite lucky in the fact that you've experienced the Australian market and the, the American marketplace, what are some of these, you know, different trends and unique marketing options that people are starting to suggest to their clients to potentially do or, you know, what is it that a someone listening to our show should be thinking about if they were planning to sell their home? What is an element that they should add to their marketing? Well, if they haven't embraced video, they, you know, and I mean in all aspects, longer form video as well as short form video. So the longer form video to really showcase the property, um, you know, and finding new, new ways to showcase that. But then also... Um, the uh, the shorter form ones to really grab people's attention in those different spaces online because obviously short form video is where it's at at the moment on all platforms. Definitely. Mm-hmm. So, so I'm seeing people really, you know, just um, really kind of embracing that wholeheartedly in different ways, using it as sneak peeks or, you know, there's an, um, an agent in the States who one of the great things she does is that she actually is a stager as well as, um, an agent. Yep. So, yeah. So what she does is she actually does like short clips of her staging different pieces of the home, mm. posts it online. Half the time she actually sells it before she lists it because people are watching and going, oh, now I can finally see what that yeah. room's supposed to be. Tell, you know, I'd want to know more about the property. And, you know, of course, yeah, exactly. wants the, the, the fresh deal, right? Mm, they don't yep. want to have to wait. And so a lot of times she's actually selling it before she even gets there. Mm. Um, so, you know, people don't think about that. We think, oh, no, we've got to wait until everything's perfect and everything's, you know, magic. But the thing is, a lot of times you just have to show people the potential mm-hmm. and really get them interested in that property in different ways. And that's some of the ways of doing it. Yeah. And I, I guess with, with her too, is it rather than trying to present a picture-perfect part of the process, she's just like, well, come, come with us. Absolutely. Come with that journey, you know, because yeah. the pro- the property's already for sale, but um, it doesn't have to look like the, the you know the, the painting on the wall. No, and the thing is, you know, absolutely, you know, you, there's the what we call the crate and barrel effect, or the I guess it's a wheel and barrel over here effect, you know, where everything is supposed to look, you know, just absolutely turnkey perfect, yep. right? And we had that for a long time, but I think COVID's really helped us with that whole you know, impression of perfection Yeah, that nothing has to be perfect all the time. And the thing is people do want to see behind the scenes. Mm. People do want to see the journey. They don't want to just see, Oh, and magic here it is Mm. like, because that gives them ideas as well. And so if you are maybe a potential seller sitting on the fence going, no, 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 I've got to wait until my house is this, you're showing them, look, we can actually get through this process a lot faster and probably for a lot less money than you might've expected. And by the way, there's buyers out there. Yeah, who, yeah who, interesting. Who will actually invest in it? Yeah, that's a really cool way to potentially look at marketing a property for sale is to not just you know wait until it's show ready. Mm. Um, yeah, I can think of straight away. We quite often meet clients, and you know the house needs some renovation work done to it, or uh, you know they can't go to market because there's too much stuff in the house and they have to declutter. Mm. Maybe even talking to potential clients about a before and after experience to mm. promote the property and. And walk through all the different things that gets the house ready along the way. Yeah, no, I, I, but I love those little details too. Like we drove past uh, one of our listings at the moment. At the front of it's a big skip bin. 
you know, as they're removing the rubbish. It's, it, that's what you're like on a different scale. If you're just bringing your audience with you along that journey, it's like, yeah, it's coming up, for, you know, it's coming up. Here we are, like, you know, there's a skip in. You know, you, usually we find that if you're, you, you know, doing rubbish removal, they can take care of it. It's probably going to cost somewhere between 500 to 1500 bucks. Why sit there and do a bunch of tip runs when you can just get these guys to sort it out for you? It's going to take half the time. And I guess that's sort of where you're referring to. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. Or have Trady walk, th- you know, walk through mm. the house. You know, these are the little things that actually add up at the end of the day mm. for a buyer's impression or anything else. They're going to look at that and say it's twelve hundred dollars to you know fix that when all I know is it's tightening of a screw on yeah. the doorknob. You yeah. know, yeah. like yeah. 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 So, so a lot of the marketing that you're starting to see is more experience type marketing. It's not just like spending big money on big ads anymore. It's it, mm. telling the story and and doing that journey with them and not being afraid you know if 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 tiktok you know scares a lot of people but the thing is if that's kind of where an audience is looking in your area then maybe that's something to explore Mm. or you know youtube advertising sometimes people go oh well i don't know that much about that or you know the thing is Neither do most of the people who started. <laughs> yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. And, and you don't necessarily have to go all in like the first time, right? Yeah. You just experiment yep. with it, and that's the big thing around it. It's just you just experiment. Yeah, it's such an interesting take. Well, look like, from your position now, like a digital strategist, what's what's experimentation look like for you? <laughs> it's just um, for me. It's just a bunch of research gathering. Honestly, it's yep. just trying to figure out. What makes sense now? Mm-hmm. Um, because anything that I read, look at, like I have 10 emails that are sitting in my inbox. They're all from myself. Right. They've all got yeah. links, links to, to stuff, yeah. all sorts of stuff. I'm glad I'm not the only And then my Chrome browser on my work computer is also a nightmare as well. Like I had to put on a, an extension that suspends all of them so that like it doesn't eat my, like chew <laughs> through all my Yeah, power. great thinking. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> because, I mean, but that's what I do is I sit and then the next step is going, if I'm sitting there as a real estate professional and I'm busy, the market's changing, I've got to think about what makes sense for me and my time, but also for my, my, you know, my clients. Sure. And is this something that I'm going to be able to sell 100% to my clients or even 90% to my clients? Mm. Or do I not understand it enough? And then if I go, okay, if I don't understand it enough, what do I need to learn so that I can actually then convey that? And then I try to simplify that for people so mm. that anybody can really understand what that means. And then I try to find examples of that so that I can show you what that could look like as well. Mm-hmm. Because I think a lot of times we're more visual people. And so we need to kind of understand like, how does that fit into my workflow or does that fit with what I'm doing? We get overwhelmed sometimes when we see so much marketing, right? Because there's so many ways to do it and there's so many big personalities that are out there that sometimes take all of the limelight and all of the spotlight and we think, well, if we can't do it like them, then we can't do it at all. At all, yeah. Yeah, well, it must cost too much for us to even never do it. Absolutely. Or uh, I'm an introvert, (laughs) right? Like, I know it's hard to believe. People, people <laughs> I thought that I was like, yeah. I'll put the laugh track yeah. on. <laughs> yeah. and, it, and, it's, and it's funny because when you meet me, it's because, like, well, this is fine because this, uh, to me this is an intimate group, right? So sure. I'm yeah. having a discussion. Even when I'm presenting, though, like, I just do it because that's my job. Right? Yeah. yeah. Then I go back into my car or into my room and I sit, right? I can't be that big personality that's, all like, always on all sure. the time. Mm. 
on camera because that's not who I am, yeah. right, at the end of the day. And the thing is, you're going to meet me. And if I'm not the same person that you just saw online, you're going to be like, whoa, real estate agents are, real est- are you know, being shady again. Or, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. aren't being you're, you're, real again. You're just putting up a face. This is, you, this is not who you are. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. And so I think if we can find that beautiful combination of who we are and maybe just exaggerate that a little bit, right, because that's – a little bit of oomph. Yeah, yeah <laughs> just put a little more pizzazz into it, a little more jazz hands at the end of the day. I think then that's really what what comes out. And the thing is, if you're just one of those people who just wants to sit there and talk like this, and that's who you are, then maybe that's who you are. Mm. And there will. But the thing is, you know, you have to come from an abundance mentality that there's going to be a buyer for every house, that there's going to be an agent for every seller, yep. right? And that's just how it comes. And so you will find your you're going to find your people. <laughs> yeah. Well, one thing I take from that though is that even though you you say it, introvert, it's not like um, how you're interacting with us now is too far removed from always. You know. Yeah, um, and I suppose the other when you're looking at designing your own marketing and who you are in that sense, it's like don't go 180. Maybe 10 percent, 10 percent above your normal energy point because I know sometimes you see agents where it became a very big trend in Australia to add a lot of humour into it. And mm-hmm. I suppose the States was the same. Oh, yeah. And he just went, you should just not be doing that. That is horrific. Oh, that's you that's what I thought about your early videos. Oh, oh, exactly. <laughs> it's no different. It's no different at all. But you just see like that's way too far removed from who they would be on a day-to-day basis. But having that little bit of an extra energy, I suppose, I would assume is what you're saying is that that allows people to disconnect yeah. a little bit better. And the thing is, look, if – those are the people that you want to attract are the people who are attracted to that and will invest in you because of that, because that's really what they're doing is they're investing in you when they hire you, mm. then that's fine. But just know that you probably are then, you know, letting go of another part of the mm. population sure. who isn't mm. attracted to that and vice versa. Right. Yep. And so, yeah, for me, it's just, I bump things up just a little bit. Right. And I figure what's a little bit outside of my comfort zone. Mm. Rather that? than a long way out of the zone exactly. and just being like, I'm, a fish in deep water floundering. Precisely. So mm. what's my stretch point? And once I figure that stretch point out, then I'm like, okay, do I like it? No. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't like video. Like, I don't like doing video, but it's so important. Yeah, sure. So important mm. that I just do it. Do I watch it? No. Mm. <laughs> do I send it to my partner to watch? Yes. And as you walk away. Exactly. And as soon as I hear my voice, I walk out of the room. I think, not, I think that's all of us. And I walk back in and then I'm like, okay, give me constructive constructive feedback. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and and that's how I learn. Yep. Mm. Excellent. Well, I look, I think we've taken up enough of your time there, but thank you so much for coming in and, and talking us through some of this. It's I, I think we could go on little deep dive tangents all over the place. But yeah, I know your time's really valuable and we really appreciate you coming in and, and having a chat with us. All good. Anytime. Thank you very much. No Thank problem. You. Thanks, really Tara. Thanks. Excellent. Bye. You have been listening to The Property Pod, recorded and edited by 414 Media House in conjunction with 414 Property Co. This podcast is general information only and the thoughts and views expressed is the opinion of our panel and listeners should always seek then use their own investigation into any topic we discuss to ensure they fully understand their own situation. It does not constitute and should not be relied on as purchasing, selling, financial or investment advice or recommendations expressed or implied and it should not be used as an invitation to take up any agent or investment services. No investment decision or activity should be undertaken on the basis of this information without first seeking qualified and professional advice.